All right, keep that going. How's everybody doing? Lovely, I hope. So, found a few things today I want to, uh, I want to get at. What's his name? Get at you today? All right, anyway. So, Joe Biden risks impeachment. Top Socialist Democrats blast Joe Manchin. And AOC is demeaning women by weaponizing victimhood. I'm going to light a cigar and then I'll get y'all get y'all going. Turn the music back a little bit, a lot of bit. There it goes. Um, wow, what a what a day. We went weeks in Ohio without rain. This weekend it just cut loose from out of nowhere. But the the bad thing is it's like it's muggy. Just human enough to be uncomfortable. But the temperature's not real high, so that's good. But when you turn the air conditioning on, you become too cold because the air temperature isn't that high. And then you get this stuffy nose and sinus drainage. So it's not really my nose, so I can't just like and blow it all out. It's back here in my sinuses and it's draining. Whatever. You don't care. So, uh, this is Big John on Panic Attack. Find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. The words the real, that underline thing, and then the words Big John. So, somebody with the brain, the brains God gave a pissant over at Newsweek has come to the realization Joe Biden could face impeachment if Republicans if Republicans get uh, the majority in the House and the Senate, which we will this fall. Uh, it depends on if the derelicts in charge uh, do enough to have a veto-proof Super majority. Well, he wouldn't be able to veto his own impeachment or 25th Amendment for that matter. But what I'm saying is uh, we should be going for super majorities, not, you know, a small majority where we have to broker deals and backstab our own constituency and such to uh, appease Democrats, because if I've learned anything recently in my 24 years of this horse shit, trying to love my country and serve my country through politics, serve my community through politics, I shouldn't say serve my country, because I was never in the military, but serve my community through being a public servant and a politician, elected official, Republicans will cave, give Democrats anything they want. Uh, that's what's called compromise. Anyways. Uh, 
if the Republicans can get a super majority, they could impeach Joe Biden, but who then do we have as president? Kamala Harris, who's also stupid as a box of rocks and shady in her own ways. I mean, she kept people in prison so they could be cheap labor to put out California wildfires. And for other purposes, too. There was uh, DNA evidence that exonerated a man who'd been uh, wrongfully imprisoned before she was ever attorney general. It's proven fact that she kept that uh, DNA evidence suppressed to not let this man out of jail. Just for the fact that she didn't want to admit she was wrong. And it was a black man. And she's like, you know, she's, uh, you know, black when she needs to be. Yeah, she's not, not very African-American. And that used to matter in the black community. I remember friends of mine being made fun of by kids that were blacker than they were. Now all of a sudden it's like, you're one sixteenth black? Okay, close enough. Like, alright, that's cool. I'm all for everyone getting along, but... Same people 20 years ago were calling... Well, whatever. Instead of person of color, Kamal Harris is a POS, not a POC. Anyhow, Democrats facing major losses. Biden loses control of both chambers, could end up facing impeachment after several Republicans indicated GOP majorities would move in that direction. Ted Cruz said there would be Multiple grounds for impeachment. Uh, Representative Ken Buck told a virtual meeting that the House Judiciary Committee would hold hearings to determine if impeachment were appropriate. We'll vote on impeachment and then we'll present to the full House. University of Massachusetts Amherst poll published in May found 68% of Republicans, 66% of conservatives want Biden impeached if Republicans take the House. Now look, impeachment has to involve high crimes and misdemeanors. Um, It can't just be tit for tat, you impeached our guy so we'll impeach yours. Uh, Impeachment cannot be because Joe Biden is stupid or senile or both. It's a very sacred tradition and the Democrats abused it and misused it twice with no serious grounds for impeachment. They They remember, remember... Initially, the impeachment of Trump was because Russia collusion, Russia collusion, Russia collusion. Then we found out very soon, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, anyways, that guy, his last name starts with an M. Uh, The person they hired to investigate Russia collusion, okay? Spent millions of tax dollars on investigating Russia collusion. There was no Russia collusion. On top of that, after the impeachment and after the 2020 election, it was allowed to be made public. It it had already been proven, but the media giants wouldn't let us go public with it. The media giants would not go public with it. The legacy media, the social media tech giants, they wouldn't let you say the Steele dossier was a fiction novel. 
It was 100% made up false. John McCain leaked it because he wanted rid of Trump so bad because he's a POS. And yes, I used to be a McCain guy in 2000. I was one of the college kids, you know, rebellious Republican college kids that got swept up in that McCain, McCain, McCain momentum. God, I was an idiot. Anyhow, John McCain leaked this fake steel dossier. The impeachment was initially supposed to be over the steel dossier and the Russian collusion. That fell through. The what was it Molinaro, Moliterno, Mol. God damn it. I'll think of his name when it doesn't matter. But the uh, investigation in Russia collusion fell through. Then they were trying to say, well, Trump interfered with the Russia investigation. Well, how do you inf interfere with an investigation into something that didn't happen? So that fell through. Then... Finally, they said, well, the phone call with the Ukrainian president, the only Jew I know who supports neo-Nazis, but I guess you got to do what you got to do when you're fighting the, the communist Russian army. Anyhow, uh, Putin, or Trump's phone call with Zelensky was uh, coercion, was blackmail, was quid pro quo into um, Trump trying to get dirt on Joe Biden because he knew Joe Biden was uh, close to running for president. Joe Biden openly said that he blackmailed the puppet government that the Obama administration and the CIA and other government, United States government agencies put in place. He told them, you're not going to get a billion dollars in aid if you don't fire this corrupt prosecutor who is investigating a company which Hunter Biden sat on the board of. That's actually blackmail and quid pro quo. So... Anyhow, they impeached Trump for no reason. They impeached Trump over a phone call he made congratulating Zelensky over um, Zelensky's election win. And also because in that phone call, Trump said, hey, can you investigate this crooked oil and gas company, Burisma? Also... They impeached Trump for being mean. Oh, dear heavens, 7-Eleven. Trump's mean. He's a big meanie. He's not nice. He a bully. You know what you do to bullies? You punch him in the fucking mouth. But Democrats impeached Trump for not being a nice guy. So, Republicans, before we hop on this impeachment bandwagon... <laughs> have to make sure that last, the last chance, that's what impeachment is. It's a last option, a last resort action against a president is justified by high crimes and misdemeanors. Do I think those are out there on Joe Biden? Uh, yeah. And we'll be here till next Tuesday talking about it. There's, you know, shady deals with China. Shady deals with Ukraine. His son getting millions of dollars in money from the corrupt wife of the corrupt mayor of Moscow. Hunter Biden flying on Air Force Two with his daddy to China to make crooked business deals.
and it's all on the laptop from hell that we weren't allowed to say before the election of 2020, which would have swung the election back to Trump. Oh, heavens to Betsy. But Republicans have to tread lightly, not tread lightly, but use sense. There has to be high crimes and misdemeanors out there against Joe Biden. I believe there are. I believe there are, you know, crimes of abuse of power. Now, I'm not talking about being a, a mean, grumpy old man, which was Trump's abuse of power. I'm talking taking your, your drug addict kid on a field trip to China so he can go over here and cut a business deal where you get a 10% kickback while you're supposedly talking to uh, Xi Jinping. Anyways. Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Actually, she doesn't even say the Alexandria part with the accent. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Why are there only two words in her vocabulary that she says with a Spanish accent? Anyhow. AOC and Bernie Sanders, crazy Uncle Bernie from the attic, are pissed off at Joe Manchin. And I'm glad they are. <laughs> so let me come back at you. After I uh, relight my cigar and reset my brains. And yeah, I only got a lump of mashed taters for a brain. So I, I kind of do so much at once, okay? Let me come back at you. Howl at you, boy. Alright, let's relight and reset. I just can't. Seems like it takes forever to get the volume to go up and then go down. Don't you, man, if you, when you were a kid, when, if you're my age and your parents or grandparents dragged you to church, you remember those old hymns, man. So beautiful. So, a Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, A to the O to the C, blast Joseph Manchin as the reason Democrats are slow to pass laws. Well, sorry, Puddin. That's how government's supposed to work. You're supposed to come up with some ideas. Supposed to go through some committees. Supposed to take some time where you debate and argue and both sides, you know, get their points in and some things change and then the law passes. You know, some amendments get made, some compromises take place, and then it gets done. Uh, this isn't what AOC and the Democrats want. 
They snookered in there on 95% negative media coverage of Presidente Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. They snuck in on 95% negative media coverage of President Trump and Republicans. And now the American peeps are seeing the shit that their legislation causes and are going, holy crap, we don't want this. We just wanted to get rid of the guy that said mean stuff. <laughs> the president is not your pal. Now, there's times, a lot of times, and I'm sure Donald Trump read all of my tweets when I at Donald Trump. Or at the real Donald Trump. Yeah, or what was it? What was his Twitter? At real Donald Trump? Whatever. I'm sure he read all my ats. And there are times when I said act presidential. This guy's not acting presidential. Is he doing a good presidential job? Yeah. The world respected us. Historic peace agreements between Israel and Arab nations. Nearly a, near, He nearly brought an end to the Korean War. And yeah, by the way, the Korean War is technically still going on. It's just at a ceasefire, which North Korea is trying to undo. But Trump went there and walked across the border from South Korea to North Korea, the first American president to ever do that. And North Korea stopped shooting off missiles like firecrackers while he was president. Again, I say, I shit you not, world peace brought to us by Dennis Rodman and Donald freaking Trump. Dennis Rodman was like a de facto uh, unofficial ambassador to North Korea and cried on television. The NBA bad boy of the 1990s and late 80s was on TV crying because Trump brought peace and was close to bringing a little tip, a little nip, a little taste of freedom to the oppressed North Korean people. Don't worry, Joe Biden fucked it all up. But AOC is mad that Joe Manchin slows down these radical environmentalist sanctions against our own companies, against our own people. She's mad that Joe Manchin is from coal country, where being a coal miner is a thing of pride. Being in the coal business is a, a status symbol. It means you're a man or you're a woman. You're tough. You're from the hills. You can survive because you know a little something. You know hard times as Dusty Rhodes would say. All right? You've seen some shit. You've been through some shit. Hell, through the help of big pharma and government working together, you may have been addicted to some shit called opioids. And you kicked it and you survived and you went back to work in the coal mines to keep this country running so AOC can recharge her Tesla. Nothing against Tesla. I want one. One of those space alien looking pickup trucks of theirs. But anyways, AOC despises these people. She's Sandy from the Bronx, after all. Used to have a, a little, now she has a little, according to her. But, AOC despises Joe Manchin. Over the weekend, the West Virginia senator uh, was blasted for... A reason Democratic, uh, shit, let me restart that. 
AOC blasted Senator Joe Manchin over the weekend, blaming the West Virginia Senator for being the reason Democratic proposals often get stalled in the Senate. Well, thank you, Joe. The last honorable Democrat with the brains God gave a pissant. And Kristen Sinema, too. Democrats hate her. AOC took to Instagram Friday in one of her drunken Instagram babbles. I don't know if she was drunk in this one. She was probably, she was drunk. <laughs> Anyhow, or maybe she was on an oxy. I don't know. I'm kidding. Fucking sue me. I don't care. Anyways, uh, to tout the House passage of a bill codifying abortion rights. Acknowledging the legislation is all but doomed in the Senate, a follower then asked the New York Democrat why she feels things get past the House faster in the Senate. Uh, and she said because the House doesn't have Joe Manchin in it. Well, thanks, Joe Manchin, for giving a shit about the lives of little unborn babies. Thank heavens, 7-Elevens, for Joe Manchin. Manchin intentionally sabotaging the president's agenda, according to Bernie Sanders. Crazy Uncle Barney from the attic. I believe we should have socialism in the United States because I am crazy. No, I, I don't think so. You have a, a leader of that country uh, who was involved in the murder of a Washington Post journalist. Uh, I don't think he's talking that, about Saudi that, Arabia, not the United States. <laughs> Just for the record, Joe Biden isn't smart enough to be involved in the murder of anything, except for uh, I don't know his his senile medication. Uh, anyways, I just wanted to play a little bit of Bernie Sanders' voice because I think his way he talks is funny. Senator Bernie Sanders, Bernard Sanders, a millionaire with multiple homes, on Sunday suggested Senator Joe Manchin, uh, or pardon me, chastised, suggested and chastised looks so much alike when you're not wearing your glasses. Chastised Joe Manchin after West Virginia Democrat said he wouldn't support legislation focused on climate change and tax hikes. Uh, the article actually says tax changes, but they mean tax hikes. Uh, uh, Manchin cited his, cern his concerns over inflation. All right, I, I don't want to see a little pop-up video of, Joe, of Bernie Sanders anymore. Manchin is, quote, intentionally sabotaging the president's agenda. What the American people want, <laughs> it's not what we want, Joe, or Bernie. Trust me, it's not what we want. 95% negative media coverage of President Trump and Republicans made the American people think they wanted rid of the mean president, the mean tweeter. That's what they thought they were getting rid of. They did not think they were getting a socialist agenda, extreme environmental regulation, uh, and things that will cause them to lose their jobs, pay 25% more at the grocery store, pay 100% more at the gas pump. That's not what we thought we were... Well, that's not what the American people thought they were getting. I obviously voted Trump. Although I don't think I voted for my congressional representative. I might have voted third party or just skipped Bill Johnson. Anyhow, that's beside the point. What a majority of us in the Democrat caucus want. Now that's what's important. Joe Manchin is vetoing what a majority of the Democratic caucus want. Joe, not really vetoing in the literal technical definition, but using his vote as the the swing senator they only have it remembers 50 republicans and 50 democrats in the, in the in the senate so joe manchin can throw everything off by saying i'm not voting for this shit 
So he's fucking up the Democratic caucus, not the American people. That's what's important. The Democrat caucus thinks they're so better than all of us, so much wiser, so much more in tune with whatever God they worship, the, the God of government themselves, that they know better for you and I. They know, better, they know better than the Almighty God because they don't believe in the Almighty God. They believe in the Almighty government. That's bullshit. That is not what the American people want. And they're going to find out this election cycle and hopefully, uh, as Newt Gingrich has pointed out to me in his new book, uh, the next three election cycles, 2022, 24, and 26, Hopefully, Republicans can win the argument against the Democrat Party, and that's easy. But winning the argument against the news media and getting the argument to the American people that, look, smaller government, less regulation, more freedom is the best thing for America in the future. Not totalitarian, bureaucratic socialism. But that's what Bernie Sanders wants. That's what a lot of people in the Democrat caucus want. AOC, they want big government. They want socialism. They want redistribution of wealth. They want to steal from the rich and give to the lazy. They want to take from the working class and give to the welfare class. Now look, welfare can be a great thing. When Newt and uh, Bill Clinton give the devil his due, Bill Clinton and Newt Gingrich worked together on historic welfare reform. And they put mandates into welfare that you had to pursue a job, you had to pursue education. We got people off of welfare. But you know what happens when you take people off the government teat? You give them a soul. You give them a spirit. You give them rugged individualism. And the Democrats don't want you to have that. Because that tears away at their big government socialist agenda. More in a minute. Talk about AOC undermining women by constantly picking fights and then playing victim. Right back at ya. So, <laughs> the walking, talking, living, breathing meme herself, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, or Sandy Cortez, as she's been known. Uh, weaponizes victimhood, according to Angie Speaks, co-host of the Low Society podcast. The title of the, the opinion article in Newsweek is AOC's weaponized victimhood undermines women. Let me play this 20-second clip of Alex Steen at Alex Steen or Alex Stein. It's spelled S-T-E-I-N. Alex Stein 99 on Twitter. It's 26 seconds. Maybe. AOC, my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks in that dress. Ooh, I love it, AOC. Hot, hot, hot like a tamale. <laughs> you guys are goof. Um, Al Alex Steen 99 on Twitter. I don't know if you say it's Steen or Stein, but whatever. 
<laughs> that aside. So, uh, this lady starts out saying, uh, Angie Speaks. I don't know if Speaks is her actual name or a, uh, a gimmick name, but in Newsweek, Angie Speaks. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is in the news, crying foul again, this time for an episode involving a heckler outside the U.S. Capitol Wednesday. Now look, a lot of Congress people have hecklers, okay? If you watch that video... It seems as though AOC thought he was like a, a fan of hers. She said, hey, let's get a selfie. And she came up and did a peace sign into his camera. Then later he posted on Twitter what he was saying and that he was mocking her. Okay. And for some reason, AOC is wearing a mask outdoors where there aren't even many people around but that's a virtue signaling thing she is a very pretty lady well pardon me she's uh, an attractive member of the female species the term lady eh, may not apply to her I don't know uh, anyhow the heckler uh, in question is Alex Stein a professional right-wing troll uh, who called the, ca the, ca the congresswoman a big booty Latina. Uh, she's got some curves. I want to say it's a big booty, but she's got a nice body. She's pretty. Give her that. Um, the video shows Steen shouting, I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. As the congresswoman attempts to make her way into the building, the video clip uh, of the episode later posted on Twitter, AOC walks over to the heckler, uh, says, why don't we do a little selfie and flashes the peace sign. But soon after her reaction, see, this lady agrees with me. AOC changed her reaction. Let me read her exact words. But soon after, her reaction changed. AOC tweeted a photo of the heckler along with the message, This guy followed me up the Capitol saying, Look at your juicy ass. Look at your, or pardon me, you ASS, it's she puts little stars in there. Uh, you ass Latina and a bunch of other disgusting garbage in front of an officer who let him continue. So she's blaming a Capitol Police officer for letting this happen. So I'm just going to share this photo here since there's no other protection. So now she's blaming the Capitol Police who are escorting her. And, and she and everyone else was moving right along, not paying the guy any mind. And he was not following her. He was on, there's a, a flight of steps, and then there's um, a landing or a, a space where the steps level off for several feet. And then you turn and go up another flight of steps. It's after she turns and starts up the second flight of steps. She had already passed this man who was saying goofy stuff to her and about her. As soon as she got out of her SUV, he's standing up here. She's down here on street level and starts coming up the steps. As soon as she gets out of the SUV and starts around, he starts you know, talking to his cell phone loud enough probably... Maybe she could hear it, maybe not. But as she got closer to him, obviously she heard it. She comes up the steps, walks past him and says, Hey, let's do a selfie. 
and throws up a peace sign. She thought he was a fan. Then he tweeted out the video and she saw she was being played for a fool. Then she played victim. Just like she did with her, remember her long ass January 6th Instagram story where some somebody, there was some crazed maniac beating on my door. Bam, bam, bam. Where is she? Where is she? Remember her doing that on Instagram too? And then we found out it was a lie. That one, the protesters hadn't even come inside the Capitol yet. Secondly, the person banging on her door and running through her office yelling, where is she? At the end of the video, she reveals it was a Capitol Police officer trying to evacuate her because there was a bomb threat. This was before the Capitol riot even got going. The, the rioting and the first people that the Capitol Police let through the barricades didn't happen until 1.15. And this was before, this was like 12.45 or 12.30, she said. But that aside, the person banging on her door was a Capitol policeman. And she knew that when she made the video. But she couldn't play victim unless she pretended through, uh, throughout her video that she didn't know what was going on. Other Congress people said that she hid with them and that she wasn't like in this panic stricken mode that day. They were, you know, quite jovial. I don't know if jovial is the right word, but anyways. She then deleted the tweet and posted another one. I posted about a deeply disgusting incident that happened today on the Capitol steps but took it down because it's clearly someone seeking extremist fame. Yeah, she's kind of right. <laughs> but she didn't, she didn't, she thought he was a fan. She then posted the video of the episode and claimed she was walking over to deck him because if no one else will protect us, I'll do it myself. That's in quotes. I didn't see the tweet, but the person that wrote this article did. Quote, if no one will protect us, then I'll do it myself. And right before it says, quote, walking over to deck him, end quote. Uh... It would not be the only time she's complained about the Capitol Police not taking a threat seriously. Uh, then it shows her tweet. Here is the video he posted of the incident. I was actually walking over to deck him. If no one will protect us, then I'll do it myself. But I needed to catch a vote more than uh, a vote more than a chase today. What? Oh, I need to catch a vote more than a case today. So, uh, what, if she decked him, she was going to get arrested? I don't know what... She's just pathetic and stupid. Uh, I mean, this is like a, a child grown, playing grown-up in Congress. It's ridiculous. Uh, the lady that wrote the article says, Let me start by saying I sympathize with ASA. It's absolutely unsettling to be heckled and objectified by a stranger. And I hope it goes without saying that it was gross and inappropriate to talk about women the way Steen did. Uh, now, I tend to agree with that. I think he was kind of being an asshole. Uh, but he was doing it intentionally to get her attention. Okay? He was doing it to get a rise out of her. He wasn't being... Maybe he does find her attractive the way I find her attractive until she opens her mouth and all that ignorance flies out. Uh, 
but I don't think he really meant that he that the things he said like he was doing it to cause a scene more than being sexually explicit let's put it that way he's not really in love with or attracted to AOC is what I'm saying all right that said the congresswoman's response was part of a pattern of behavior on her part weaponizing her own victimization as a way of wielding power it does nothing to diminish the grossness of Steen's sexual comments to point out uh, that AOC's reaction is part of a disturbing trend that is ironically harming women. For starters, AOC seems to believe in safety for me, but not for thee. Many pointed out that in 2020, AOC tweeted, The whole point of protesting is to make people uncomfortable. Okay, so this guy was talking about her wanting to kill babies that could be a protest now the other things he said were made to feel make her feel uncomfortable oh you're a beautiful woman even though you want to kill babies well isn't what isn't that what AOC and Maxine Waters and all these other social democrats are telling their followers to do wasn't AOC outside yelling take it to the streets after the Roe versus Wade decision yes she was Let's see what else the author has to say. And she bragged about her efforts to block legislation that would increase police protection for Supreme Court justices and their families, even after someone was attempted or arrested attempting to kill a Supreme Court justice, Brett Kavanaugh. When protesters stood outside a restaurant where Kavanaugh was eating, and he had to be scuttled to the back, AOC mocked him for not having dessert. So she cries and complains victim when people are protesting her, but then she ags people on to protest other folks, try to kill Supreme Court justices, and, uh, and harass them while they're having dinner. Uh, quote, poor guy, he left before his souffle because he decided half the country should risk death if they have an epiotic pregnancy within the wrong state lines. It's very unfair, it's all very unfair to him. The least they could have done is let him eat cake. And then there's a cake emoji. So, one thing, epi, epi, where's that damn word at? Ectopic, E-C-T-O-P-I-C, ectopic, ectopic, okay, that's how we'll pronounce it, ectopic, Pregnancies are when the the, the uh, fertilized egg sticks to the inside of the fallopian tube, which is deadly. Every state has a law, a loophole in their law, that if a woman's life is at risk, which in, the, in these ep, eptopic pregnancies, the woman will die. And it's not even called an abortion. It's just called an operation. That that uh, egg can be, or that zygote or whatever stage the baby is at, embryo, can be removed from the fallopian tube because it's deadly for the woman. 
So this there's a lie here twofold. One, the woman is at she is at risk of death, but she can get that uh, baby removed from her fallopian tube and the pregnancy ended in an emergency surgery in any state because that's not an abortion that's an operation so democrats are lying to you that we republicans and brett kavanaugh want women to die of fallopian tube pregnancies okay this is my understanding of it anyhow that an ectopic pregnancy is when the fertilized egg sticks to the inside of the fallopian tube and begins to grow and then they usually find out when it's in like zygote or embryo phase that there's a tubal ectopic pregnancy okay and the baby is surgically removed and obviously does not live outside the mother's body after that okay but it's an operation it's not an abortion Now, she's, it's not really lying, but she's being an asshole. Because she's basically saying it's okay for the protesters to heckle Brett Kavanaugh or Republicans, but not her. Don't heckle her. And to my knowledge, no one has ever come to her house, and I hope no one ever does, with knives and guns and uh, duct tape and uh, zip ties to tie her up and kill her. They have done that to Brett Kavanaugh. And here she is making fun of him in a very juvenile manner, very <laughs> as bad as anything Trump ever said on Twitter, Ju uh, juvenile manner mocking this guy, this uh, Brett Kavanaugh. So, I'll post these articles on my Getter and my Twitter. You can read the rest, but that's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. Nanu, nanu. See you next time on Panic Attack. Thanks for watching and listening and all that shit. That's exactly what he did. Nope.